Hey, this is Adam Penapinto. I'm the pastor here at Hope Covenant Church, and I'm so glad that you're joining with us today. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a part of our Hope Covenant Church family, we would love to connect with you via social media on all social media outlets or on our website, hopecovenant.cc. I hope this word encourages, inspires, and challenges you in your daily walk with God as we dig deeper into his word. Let's jump right into today's message. I do want to say that I believe this is going to be a benchmark year for many of you that you're going to remember, you're going to look back on 2024, and we're talking about vision immeasurably more, and I'm going to read that scripture verse and recap that from last week where we get this immeasurably more. I believe God is going to do immeasurably more. I like the word immeasurable, something that can't be measured, immeasurable. It's it's so drastic, it's so, it's so vast that we can't measure what God is going to do this year. The depths of what I believe he's even stirring in the prophetic and the timing and the alignment. And there's a lot going on in government. There's a lot going on in the nations right now. But I believe there's immeasurably more that God is pouring out. It says in the last days, we will see an outpouring of God's spirit. I believe that we're not in the last minutes. I believe we're in the last seconds I don't know what that looks like. I don't know the day or the hour, and anyone who claims to, that's not scriptural. Nobody knows the day or the hour, but I could tell you that you can look at the earth and you can see the groanings. Even the physical earth, the groanings of, of things, we, you can even see it in weather and weather patterns. Everything's kind of cuckoo for cocoa puffs right now. You know the Lord's coming back. Can I get an amen? When you in Charlotte and it's February, and you see this crazy weather. You don't like the weather here, give it five minutes. Lord's coming back. <laughs> but there's a lot going on in the earth, and I believe this year you're going to look on this year, and you're going to go, this was a year where my faith was applied and God moved. Yes. I want to say this, that the Lord is changing direction for many of you that have been going in a certain direction. God's changing direction for many of you this year. I feel the Lord changing direction even for this church God has been changing direction on me nonstop. Somebody asked, what's your five-year plan? I don't know my five-minute plan. How can I have a five-year plan? I just plan it on the Holy Ghost. I'm so tired of church five. What's your five-year plan? I don't know. I'm following the, the Holy Ghost. That's all I know. Now, we'll make a plan. It's scriptural. Make a plan, and then God will or ordain our steps. But you know the problem is in the church, we've made our plans, and we've kicked out the ordination of the Holy Spirit. We've kicked out the presence and we've said, you know, there's, we need more spontaneity. We need more of the awe and wonder of God, more of the, what we just did where it gets quiet and it makes some of y'all nervous. I love some of y'all, y'all just, you know, I see your legs going like this. It's like, what's going on right now? We're practicing heaven right now. And if you're not at peace, that's a problem. If you're just marinating in the presence of the Lord here on Sunday mornings, that's a major issue. You can't possibly have a vision if you're not in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can't know what he wants. You'll have your plan. You're sure you can have a Burger King if you want it your way. But how many of you know, I've done this before. My way is an epic fail every time. But when I'm submitted to the Holy Spirit, it's amazing what happens when I tap into his presence. I get immeasurably more. Immeasurably more. So if you got your Bibles, turn with me, Ephesians 3, verses 16 to 20. I'm going to just skim through this. We read this last week, and Paul said this to the church at Ephesus. This is a letter. Uh, how many of you know if, if Paul were here, the church would be getting a letter? <laughs> We'd be getting a letter. I'll tell you right now. 
You know, we'd be getting a strong letter. But verse 16, and I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Man, the Lord wants you to have his divine might and explosive power. That's true then, it's true now. Explosive power, meaning there's something that is guaranteed that will happen in the presence of the Lord when you tap into it. It's explosive. It will follow. If you, he rewards those that seek him with diligence. It takes a stepping out by faith. Verse 17, then by constantly using your faith. See, the problem isn't many times that we don't have faith. It's we're not using it. Use it. This year, use your faith. If you have vision, if it's not bigger than you, expand your vision. You go, well, I thought it was going to look like this. Who cares what you thought it was going to look like? What does God want? Then by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you. Deep inside of you. I love this. And the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. You notice that says resting place? It says nothing about striving. It says nothing about being on the treadmill of performance. It says in the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. Can I tell you that this year you need to take, take a Holy Ghost chill pill and rest in his presence and watch him open the doors? Because you let go and let God. That's what that means. Some of y'all need to go and take a nap this afternoon and go, Lord, you got this. No, seriously. Because right now the attack of the enemy is that he's wearing the church out. Why? Because we're striving when we should be resting and that's the source and root of your life. Well, there's revelation in that. I'm glad we read it again this week because I didn't have that last week. Verses 18 to 19, then you will be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences, the great magnitude and astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions. How deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love, how enduring and inclusive it is. I love the word inclusive, meaning all are welcome. Woo! That gets me pumped. Inclusive. That's why we're an inclusive church. Put that on your vision statement. It, you want to be inclusive. Endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. Oh, man, this love is going to blow your mind. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. The fullness of God. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. Guys, never doubt what God wants to do in and through you. Never doubt the magnitude of how he wants to work through you. By the way, God doesn't use you. God works through you. Users are losers, so don't do drugs. God's not looking to use you. We, there's a false theology in the church. God's looking to use you. God's looking to work through you. He's not a user. That's the problem with many of us. We're always looking at people for how they benefit us in relationship. That's not how God works. No, 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 no. That's not how God works. Listen, there's a lot of revelation in that. It's not about how others can benefit me. It's how I can benefit others through the love of Christ. 
Woo, that's really good. That'll change your relationships right there when you start being a life giver rather than a life sucker. Some of you suck in the life like a leech. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your, your most unbelievable dream, and he will exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Some of you are tired and you're not energized because you're not plugged into the power. Of course, of course you're tired if you're not plugged into his presence. That's why we take moments to go, hey, you know what? Take a deep breath, it's gonna be okay. Breathe in and breathe out. The pneuma, the breath of God. Ephesians 3.20 in the NIV, we just read this in the Passion. Now, to him who is able to do immeasurably more, hence the title, than we all, than, than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. According to his power, not yours. According to his power. Our vision here at Hope Covenant Church, we were reading this last week, and I, I want to say this, that, that we're, we're on this, this thing. It's, I've, I've been encouraged by church growth strategy programs and all this stuff. I read stuff to try to figure out what to do here. And the more I read is the more the Holy Spirit's showing me that's not the direction for us. Because of this scripture verse in Psalms 127 verse 1 it says unless the lord builds a house the work of the builders is wasted i don't want to waste time because i know he's coming soon and i've got too much to do to waste time some of you need to stop building and let the lord build Everything that I'm saying here, when I say that we as uh, this is a vision for this church, I'm talking about you as an individual and us corporately together. But this applies to you as an individual. So lest you think this is a commercial for where we're going as a church, this applies to your vision and what God wants to do in and through you, that you were uniquely created in his image with a sphere of influence that I don't have. That's why collectively we're more powerful together. He wants to do immeasurably more through you. And then when we collectively come together, there's power in numbers where two or three are gathered in his name. It's amazing what happens. That's why it's important to not forsake the assembling, meaning get out, get out of bed and get your butt to church. It's important, unless you're sick. We prayed for you. We love you. We, we support that. Please stay home and don't give it to me. Proverbs 16, 9 says, we make our plans, but the Lord demonstrates our steps. I repeat, I, I go over that verse all the time. In the Passion Translation, within your heart, you can make plans for your future, but the Lord chooses the steps you take to get there, which means you got to be like Jilly, like, okay, Lord, you might one day say this, and then the next day say this, and it's, I don't get it. All I know is you've got this all figured out, and how many of you know the Lord will get you where he wants to get you? And he'll do it how he wants to do it. Let's just make sure we're not providing interference for what God says. How many of you know confusion is not of the Lord? It's not of the Lord. Anytime you see confusion, that's not of God. There's clarity in one place and it's in his presence. 
So when you feel confusion start to flood you, get into the presence of the Lord and say, Holy Spirit, I want to welcome you. I need you to clear up what I'm confused about. But going to our vision here at Hope Covenant Church, number one, and this is, the Lord gave me this last night and said, put this in your notes. This is important because I've told you guys that some people say we're a presence-driven church. I don't like that term because I don't want to be driven. I love the presence, but I don't want to be driven. I, I am attracted and inspired. We are a Holy Spirit-inspired church. That's just the verbiage that I believe the Holy Spirit gave me. So that's the, that's the verbiage we're going to use. Is your church a presence-driven church? We're, we, we are about his presence. We're a Holy Spirit-inspired church. So our vision is to demonstrate the power of Holy Spirit. That's how I believe we're going to succeed here as a church. That's how we're going to build. We're going to let the Lord build it through his power being demonstrated. So number one, the Holy Spirit empowers us to be witnesses of Jesus. Now, I just did a whole series on the Great Commission and on evangelism and outreach, and this is a year of that. I believe that with all my heart. Jesus said in Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be my witnesses. And the challenge here in the American church is we've kicked that out completely, and we wonder why church is dead. We've kicked that out of our life, and we wonder why we have struggles. And that's why I encourage you, spend time in the presence of the Lord. Many people are afraid to speak out about Jesus or believe that they are unqualified. But if you are saved, you have a testimony of how God saved you, and you need the Holy Spirit to give you boldness and work within you to make that testimony come alive. If you are speaking to someone who's sick, you need to pray over the sick and see them recover. And guys, again, the supernatural can be demonstrated to those that don't know the Lord. That will be the very attraction when you say, hey, let me introduce you to God. He's going to heal your body. You go, that's scary. I don't know if I can promise somebody that he's going to heal their body. Step out by faith and watch what God does. You go, what if I fail? Mm, you know what? There, there are times you're going to fail, and the Lord will remind you of how human you are. But we're going to constantly step out by obedience. Listen, when I first started giving words, I gave some words to people that were so off, I don't know how the Lord ever used me. But God corrected me through his kindness and showed me some things. And the more I exercised that gift was the more it became more and more accurate. And now when I give a prophetic word, I know for a fact that 99.999% of the time when God says do it and I prophesy it, I watch people go, how in the world did you know that? How many of you have in this room received a word that you're like, what the heck? How many of you in this room? Just a show of hands. There you go. Because we're a prophetic church that's going to allow the unction of Holy Spirit. I don't get the credit for that. It's all God. All glory goes to God. Amen. But if we ignore the Holy Spirit, how could we possibly be a witness and a carrier of his power? We can't ignore him. It's a matter of life and death. Number two, the Holy Spirit enables us to worship God. 
As believers, we have the privilege of being able to enter into the presence of God through worship, but sadly, many of us get easily bored or disinterested in worshiping God. True worship is supernatural, so it can only be accomplished with the help of Holy Spirit. In John 4, verse 23, but an hour is coming and is now here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. This is Jesus talking. Yes, the Father wants such people to worship him. So when you come in and you're consumed with distractions, you say, Holy Spirit, help clear my mind that I can enter in and recognize that you're here. Because the issue is not that God's not here. The issue is we many times are not present. Wouldn't recognize God if he slapped us in the face. And he's here. Now today it was very evident. But if you want to have true communion with God, feel his presence and get lost in worship and ask the Holy Spirit to help you worship. Number three, the Holy Spirit gives us supernatural gifts. Did you know supernatural gifts come from the Holy Spirit? Let me make it legal. I'll give you a scripture. You can write this one down. This is out of the ESV. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 7 to 11. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom. This is talking about spiritual gifts here. And to another, the utterance of knowledge, according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, you start prophesying. To another, the ability to distinguish between spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. And, and these are empowered by one and the same spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. I love that, apportions, that word apportions. In other words, he dishes out the portions that we get. He is the one when we tap into the spirit. So when you are praying and you go, okay, I prayed they weren't healed. Lord, you apportion, not me. So the onus is not on me that they get healed. You're now submitting to the Lord and saying, Lord, you do what you want. Which is why when I prophesy, I don't say the Lord said. I say, I believe the Lord is saying. See, I'm leaving room for my human error. When you're praying over somebody... Father, we stand in agreement and we believe that you can heal. And Lord, we ask you to heal. Yes. We're making the request. Now, the rest is God's problem, not mine. Right. Rather than you're healed in Jesus' name. Now, I declare that over people. And I speak that by faith, so you need to do that. But you need to remind the person that's there, it's not me who heals you, it's God. So keep seeking God for your healing. Yes. Sometimes it's instantaneous. Other times, it, I don't understand that. I can't explain that. I'd be making stuff up if I did. Like the day when the Lord comes back. I'm not going to make, I don't know. It's, uh, listen, there's one day I got, I, how many of you have a list of questions for God? I have a growing list of questions for God. But unfortunately, most Christians, they never use their gifts. Which gift do you have? What's your gifting? Some of you are anointed to, to, to sit with men and counsel men. Some of you are anointed to sit with women and counsel women. Some of you have the gift of healing, and you, you're constantly focused on, man, is this person healed? Some of you have discernment. You see things, and you instantly know things about the person that you're with. You're like, what is wrong with me? It's 
called the gift of prophecy. Some of you have words of knowledge. God shows you things that you're supposed to speak. Deep revelation that God has that, that he wants you to share with people that encourage them. By the way, those gifts are for encouragement. So the Holy Spirit gives us supernatural gifts. Number four, the Holy Spirit anoints us to do our purpose. Your purpose cannot 100% be fulfilled without the Holy Spirit which is why the church is so empty right now. God, what's our purpose? Well, let's, let's get in touch with Holy Spirit and let's marinate in that for a while. Lord, you show me. See, and by the way, that's true for your business. That's true for your job. That's true for your family. The priority order is God, family, work, church. That's the priority order when you have your priorities in order. I'll do a series on that. That's another time. God, family, work, church. I'm in love with God. He's my number one. I'm in love with Liz. She's my number two. Hope is my number three. My parents are number four and five. I'm not going to tell you which one is four and which one is five. Who? Jesus, help me. Holy Spirit, come back and save me right now. Love you. It got steamy in here. The Holy Spirit anoints us to do our purpose. One function of the Holy Spirit is to anoint us for our purpose. The anointing is supernatural empowerment to do the will of God. It can be a grace for business, for science, for ministry, for any area. And guys, I, I am so tired of hearing that full-time ministry is when you have a full-time job employed by ministry. No, no. Full-time ministry is where you are in your marketplace that God works within you. And I believe that in the last days, you're actually going to see where many ministers lose their job because I, who knows if the church needs to go underground? I don't know. But what I know is right now, mega churches are in big trouble. There's a lot going on. There's a lot being exposed. I, I don't know what the future looks like. I know that we have a freedom right now that we can assemble but I don't know what the future holds. I just know who holds my future. And whether I get a paycheck or not, I'm going to serve the Lord. Can we give God a shout of praise with that? My serving the Lord full time is not contingent on a paycheck. There's days I would rather make a latte than sit and, and sip one and listen to problems. I'm telling you right now, there's days I would prefer that. Isaiah 61 verse 1. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he's anointed me. I'm going to pause right there because he's anointed. And the rest is to preach good news. But because he's anointed me, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. Did you know that God's anointed you? Now, let me say this. I'm going to step on your sin for a minute. If you want to go further with the Lord, the gifts are without repentance, meaning what the Lord is gifted you with your gifting that you are naturally gifted with you're going to have that you could be in sin you still have that the anointing is a different story who can ascend the hill of the lord who can see the anointing which takes me beyond my gifting him and her with clean hands and a pure heart you go i don't know that i have a pure heart the heart's desperately wicked scripture says right but there's a purification process every day you should be purging out sin and looking more and more like jesus you go i have a problem with my mouth i'm going to join you on that i understand i get it 
But every day, if I'm not looking more and more like Jesus and less and less like that sin, I've got an issue. A.W. Tozer said, two days spiritually that look the same, you're backslidden. I love A.W. Tozer. is one of my faiths. The, the old dudes just like totally got it. Like they didn't care. They were not politically correct. By the way, I'm not either. Welcome to Hope Covenant Church. Love you. But he said to live two days in secession on the same spiritual plane, it's a tragedy. He calls it a tragedy. That's the actual quote. It's Wigglesworth. It's Wigglesworth. Not A.W. Tozer. Another hero of ours. Wigglesworth. Thank you, Liz. Don't edit that out. That was a mess up and I love it. Wigglesworth. I love Wigglesworth. I believe that the spirit of revival that's in this place that I'm staring at a remnant. How many of you are noticing this body's starting to grow? Because we're starting to demonstrate the Holy Spirit this year. I feel the Holy Spirit in this room like I've never felt before. And I'm really excited. What am I excited about? What is the vision of, Holy, of, of Hope Covenant? The vision of Hope Covenant is Holy Spirit. That's our vision, to be carriers of Holy Spirit. I want to equip you. I want to see you encounter. I want to equip you that you would go out and see this community transformed because you're a carrier of the Holy Spirit. So with that being said, we're done. With that being said, I want to invite you guys this morning. This, this is not a commercial. This is not another offering per se, this is an opportunity to say, Lord, I want immeasurably more this year. When you walked in, you should have received one of these between last week or this week. Now, I want you to know that immeasurably more is not contingent on this, but this is a seed that you can sow that you can see God really do some things where you can say, Lord, this year, I want to be diligent. I want to go above just my tithe. I want to sow an additional seed to see you explode things in my life. And I'm sowing this. We're believing God in this church for 85,000. That's for Hope Covenant Church above our tithes and offerings. That's for this entire year. We're believing God for 85,000 above and beyond our regular giving. Where does that go? It goes to these things. Our building renovations, we want to do nursery, counseling, office, landscaping, parking lot repair. But our ministry, which is our heart, is benevolence, salvation army, widows, foster care and adoption, missions, local and foreign, the nation of Israel, we want to finance that. And we want to see a, a pro-life organization called Love Life Charlotte financed, and we want to be responsible as a part of that. There's a lot of churches in Charlotte that are doing that, and we want to join. Actually, it's even gone beyond Charlotte. It's gone beyond North Carolina now. It's spreading nationwide, and it's a wonderful ministry. It's pro-life supporting babies that, that really, how many of you know, uh, abortion is very simply, it's a baby gets the death sentence for our decisions. Very simply. Now, and I want to get into this political thing of oh, what, what happens with rape and all. Listen, I understand all of that, but there's a life there, and that matters to God. And it's going to matter to us. Can I get an amen? amen. It's, it matters to us. Can I get an amen? amen? Yeah, we're going to be pro-life. We're going to stand for life. And we're also going to support people who have gone through an abortion that have guilt and see them set free of that. That's our heart here at this church. God can turn anything around. He forgives and he forgets and he moves on and he washes us. I believe we're going to see a lot of women come to this church that struggle and need some emotional support that have done that. We're going to be here for every one of you. That's our heart here at this church.
Why? Because Hosea 2 verses 14 to 15, in light of what I just said, this is our church scripture verse, and now here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start all over again, which means I hate erase on past mistakes. I'm going to start all over again, and I'll turn Heartbreak Valley into Acres of Hope. And I feel that this morning. I felt it when we were worshiping. I felt hope rising, and I went, this is who we are. I felt the Holy Spirit here. I went, this is who we are. This is, this is not even a verb. This is a noun. This is who I am. A person of his presence. Not a person that just visits every once in a while. I want to be a person of his presence. It's like our connect groups. I don't want to be a church that has connect groups. I want to be a church of connect groups. That each of you are meeting all week long. And seeing God move in your homes and then we collectively come together in the house of God on Sundays. And you guys are chomping at the bit to testify about what God did miraculously in your homes. Because that's community, that's connection. Which is why we're calling it Connect Groups. When I get that name correct. God's doing an amazing thing and he's doing it right now. So with that being said, these cards that are here this vision fund. I'm really passionate about this because I'm really passionate about what God does and wants to do. And it takes finances to do that. And we're unashamed about the fact that we believe this is good soil. But there it says here, there's monthly one-time gift. And then total, what you can do is you can give monthly to this. You can give a one-time gift or you can choose to do both. You can say, you know what? I want to drop some funds today. And we're believing God for a good we're believing God for a good one-time gift today. We're believing God's going to do some things. We could definitely use a cash infusion. We've gone through some challenges as a church, our internet, <laughs> some things that we're dealing with, it's, and it takes money to get that stuff fixed. But what you would do is you would take your monthly amount and your one-time gift, total it together all the 12 months of your monthly, your one-time gift, and then write the total in there. And then we're going to collect these cards. Here's what I want to do today with these cards. Listen. I don't care if your card is blank. There's power here. And I believe there's a breaker anointing here. There's a breakthrough anointing. In order to see breakthrough, though, there's a step of obedience, and I call it breaking out. We many times ask God for a breakthrough, but He wants us to break out, meaning move out, step out. So this morning, I want every one of you, if you don't have a card, lift your hand. Kieran, Pastor Kieran's back there. He'll give you one if you need one. I don't care if it's blank. Again, this is not about, this is not a commercial for money. But would you take your card and come up here in this altar, flip it upside down. Nobody wants to look. Nobody cares. We don't care. You don't even have to put your name on it. I don't care what you do. This is, a, this is between you and God this morning. But you're saying, Lord, this is my seed that I would explode this year, that you would see, I would see things happen in my life. This is not a pressure thing. I'm not trying to manipulate anybody here. This is a seed. You say, Lord, this is my year. I, I, I just declare, this is my year. I believe this is your year. As you step out in obedience and you welcome the Holy Spirit, that you would see him do immeasurably more. So with that being said, I want to pray. And then I want to encourage you to step out of your seat. And if you would place a card again, do it upside down. Nobody's looking at your card. Nobody cares. Whether it's blank or whether it says a million. 
Father, this year, say this out loud, Jesus, this year, can you say it out loud? Jesus, this year, I declare immeasurably more, immeasurably more over my family, over my business, over this church, over every life that I encounter. Holy Spirit, because of you, immeasurably more in Jesus' name. And here's what I want you to do. Just step out of your seat if you would and just place your card down on this altar. You're just saying, Lord, this year I declare immeasurably more. No matter what's written on that card, even if it's nothing, I want to encourage you to step out of your seat and place it here on the altar this morning. It's a step of obedience. You're breaking out so you could see the breakthrough. Breaking out so you could see the breakthrough. If you're watching online, you can go online. You can click Vision Fund on there. You can click Reoccurring if you want to just set up monthly and do it that way. You can give every month, however you want to do it. You can click a one-time gift. We believe that there's immeasurably more being, I feel the Lord right now. I'm telling you, I feel the Lord. It's not about money. It's about the power. Immeasurably more. Wow. Stand to your feet if you would this morning. I'm going to dismiss in just a second. I want to repeat to everybody, just look at me real quick. Don't get distracted. If you give online, you can click reoccurring and it'll just automatically come out every month. You can do that if you want to. It's, it's important that you, you do that if, if you want to. I declare this morning, Father, a release of immeasurably more over every person that's standing here by faith. I declare this is a year of faith rising and you doing what only you can do. Jesus, this year we declare 2024 as a year of breakthrough and miracles. If you believe that, would you shout amen. If you enjoyed today's message, I wanna encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.